Hello and welcome to the Pulse and Foursquare Discipleship Podcast. I'm Billy, and for the next eight weeks, we'll be going through the 10 basic steps toward Christian maturity by Bill Bright. We'll be starting on step seven, which is all about witnessing. So whether you've witnessed before or it's your first time, this is going to be an awesome study and just a refresher on why we witness. We hope that you guys could join us, and if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us on our website at pulsonfoursquare.org. Good morning and welcome. We are glad that you guys could join us. I'm Billy, and I have again Ron Schleicher with me this week. Morning, Billy. Good morning, Ron. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. Yeah. Still, it's not as hot as it was last week up here, so that's uh, that's good. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So today we're gonna continue in our lesson three qualifications for witnessing um, and we're going to be taking a look at at Philip's qualifications um, in in the story of the of Philip and the Ethiopian in apps chapter chapter eight um, Philip demonstrates at least eight qualities that contribute uh, that contributed to his effectiveness for Christ um, so we're gonna we're gonna take a look at, at all those and and really dig through this this story so first we're going to look at uh, Philip's knowledge of the Word of God um, in verse 35 it says we'll just flip over here in verse 35 it says then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus um, so to really you know, to really be effective in witnessing, we have to we have to have knowledge of of God's word. We have to understand um, how to share it um, and and how to explain it to people who are, you know, maybe hearing it for the first time. Um, what would you say to that, Ron? We sure have to know God's word to be able to witness. That's for sure, and and. To me, when it says knowledge, that means that you need to every day uh, be prepared and get in his word and ask him, mm -hmm. you know, the meaning of what he has to say to us. And yeah. the more we do that, so to me, it's like it's a uh, everyday thing. Yeah. You know, an everyday thing for a person that r wants to really be a, a, a great witness for God, you have to be in the word. Mm -hmm. and you have to know what it says. Yeah, absolutely. And therefore, again, it's the Holy Spirit that teaches you when you get into the Word. So Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of components to uh, having knowledge. Mm. Yeah, awesome. The, uh, this, the next thing we're going to talk about is boldness. Um, in verse 30, it says, Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading, Philip asked. And and boldness is something that I can struggle with sometimes. 
I yeah, I think that's a I think that's a major problem for most of us. Yeah, I mean it's weird to just run up to some random stranger, and talk to him about something like this, you know. Um, yeah, and, it's and, uncomfortable. Right, and I think that in our own flesh, we're weak that way. Mm-hmm. In our bold, I mean, some some people just can you know do all that, but um, for me. I think it's more of a strength. Mm. You know, boldness is more of a strength. The the strength of God to go to that person and and um, you know witness. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah, if it's. Absolutely. I think it's more Billy of a. It's not so much of okay, I'm going to do this. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just you know when when the Holy Spirit fell on Peter mm-hmm. when he was speaking. Yeah, it was his. It, it gave him boldness, so he mm-hmm. was proclaiming so i think that's that's what it is it's it's a strength yeah you know uh it's it's not we have to not care what that's true what the reaction is going to be right um because that 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 fear of of their reaction is what kind of hinders us from what stops us from from going and talking to people it's like oh well what if what if they think i'm weird or what if they think you know, what if they react badly? What if they, you know, yell at me or, you yep. know, st- stuff like that? Well, yep. it, it's it's a lot of what ifs. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is you'll never know until you actually go up and do it. That's right. And it's like we were talking about before. You would be so surprised at how many people would actually be very grateful and thankful that somebody came up to them and either just asked them to pray for them or you know, just told him about, you know, Jesus in general. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, he definitely had the boldness. He didn't care what, what the Ethiopian guy was going to say. Um, he was just like, I'm going to go up to this guy and I'm going to tell him. Um, you know, obviously with the, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> back up at, at 29, it said the Spirit told Philip to go to that chariot. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I'm sure he was a little hesitant at first. Um, it, it's okay to be hesitant, but we can't let that fear. It's okay to be to be. I don't want to say that it's okay to be afraid, but it, it's normal to kind of to get that feeling. Um, but we have to remember that that fear is just a tactic used by the enemy to stop us from spreading God's word and sharing it with people. Isn't this uh-huh. Billy? Isn't this right after he saw Stephen Stoney? Isn't this? Yeah. This and so he so he was sent, mm-hmm. you know, off and so he saw that and he saw Stephen's witness, mm-hmm. of course. So you know the Holy Spirit can help you to be bold if yeah, you exactly. if you rely on His strength. Yeah. It's just like you said. The Holy I mean, Spirit will give you will give you the boldness to go up to Yeah, people. it's just like you said. We can't fear what man says and mm-hmm. sometimes oh what is he gonna say or what are they gonna do? But you know, or fear of rejection. Yeah. You can't worry about that. Because yeah. you might plant something and somebody else will water it, you know, like Paul mm-hmm. and Apollos. Yeah. You absolutely. Know, you he planted, he watered, and so mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, some good that's some good advice. And, and the Holy Spirit will definitely give you will give you boldness yeah. will give you the strength to go up to somebody but but the only way that that's activated is when we take the step forward Obedience. to actually do it the holy spirit will tell us to go do it 
but for that boldness to actually be activated, we actually have to take the step forward. Well, I might, I um, wonder, Billy, how many times in our Christian lives has he done that? And that we haven't lit, done it. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't done it. I know, I know quite a few times in my own in yeah, my I, own time. In you know, and I, I'm pointing right back at me. I'm not pointing at anybody. It's yeah. just that, you know, how many times when the Holy Spirit prompts you to do that, do mm-hmm. you go, do you listen? Yeah. That's it. Do yeah. you listen? Mm-hmm. Yep. The next one is compassion, and it kind of, it kind of follows along with that boldness. Um, they use, he, Bill references the, uh, the same scripture there. It's, you know, it, it takes compassion just to go up to some random stranger and, and, and tell them something that they don't know. Um, and, you know, Philip saw that this, this Ethiopian was um, reading through the scripture, reading through Isaiah. Um, and it, it took compassion for him to, to just go up there and, and be like, hey, you know, can I, can I help you to understand this? Can I, do you have questions? Are you... Um, well, the interesting part, Billy, is it says Philip ran over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Philip ran over. He didn't. He ran over because he saw him, and yeah. he took that opportunity to to tell him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. This compassion. Do you understand what you're reading? Yeah, we we have to have compassion for other people because the it's it's like I said, you know. I don't remember if I said it last week or a few weeks ago, but um, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. So, yeah. So so we have to love people first, and then we can start to witness. Once we love people and show them that we actually care for them, that we're actually interested in what um, they have to say, then we can start. Then they'll give us the opportunity to share what we have to say to them. Um, the next one is, is humility and in that he looks at verse 27 um, so he started out and on his way he met an Ethiopian uh, an important he met an important official in charge of all the treasury of Cadence queen of the Ethiopians this man had gone to Jerusalem to worship where do you see the humility in that, Ron? Well, I think um, I see. I see incorporated with that humility is is a eagerness or an earnest, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to. You know, this is this is a eunuch, an Ethiopian eunuch that had mm-hmm. great authority. Yeah. So. He was humble coming before him, mm. you know, because he was a man of power. He probably, he, he knew it. He saw it. This guy was probably dressed up. Yeah. You don't know what he's, I mean, he probably had the look yeah. of someone being in power. He had, you know, mm-hmm. clothes or jewelry or something. So, yeah. So he had the humility to, Philip did, to, to come to this guy. And that's, that's what we need when we, you know, we come to God we have that humility we're that we're Mm -hmm. thankful to those that to him yeah that's in charge of our lives you know this guy was a treasurer Mm -hmm. so he handled the money yeah so he was pretty high up in the chain there oh yeah so he I mean 
So he showed that anybody, you know, humility. Mm-hmm. Go to anybody. I mean, they could be a ruler. They could be somebody that's poor. I mean, but yeah, he's. That's to me what he showed there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you have to say about that, but no, I think, I think you got it. You know, we we have to we have to humble ourselves, and you know, God God opposes the proud, and we have to. We have to humble ourselves and realize that um, that God can and will use us. Um, you know, we have to we have to humble ourselves just before before Him and before people. Um, we're not Philip wasn't any better than this guy, and this guy wasn't any better than Philip. They're both in the same boat. Um, whether the the Ethiopian eunuch knew that or not. Uh, the next one is obedience, and, and they use 27, verses 27 and 30 um, to kind of represent that. Um, again, that's the Philip seeing the, the Ethiopian eunuch and then Philip running up to the chariot. You have to, that both of those show obedience. I mean, Philip obviously hearing the Holy Spirit, the verse before in 29, and then acting on uh, what the Holy Spirit told him in verse 30. Um, we, we have to be obedient. You know, there's no no getting around it. I mean, if we're not obedient, then we're, we're not doing what God is asking. Um, so obedience is is one of is one of the, the qualifications for witness because if if God tells you to do something and you don't do it, then then what's the point? Like, <laughs> is it, how is are it, you witnessing? Is it Isaiah that God called out to him and said, "Here am I"? Is that is Isaiah the prophet? I think that's him. I think so, yeah. I think you know, and he, I think that's the attitude we need to have is when God calls you to do something, here am I. Mm-hmm. You know, just I, th- I think you you hit it earlier when you start thinking about things mm. instead of obedience. You know, any. Anything that is good comes from God. So if he says, Billy, whispers in your ear, Billy, you need to witness, mm. that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, and every everything that's not good comes from the other side. And so everything that is good comes from God. So if he plants that seed in your mind of goodness to do, to do something, then you know it's him telling you to do it yeah yeah absolutely and so therefore you should obey and you know what's so neat about obedience is you do just a little bit and god you can have just a little bit of faith mm-hmm. and god just blossoms that out you know it only takes a little bit of faith yeah absolutely The next uh, qualification we're going to look at is is the the receptivity, the sensitivity, and sensitivity to, to guidance. Um, and they're looking at verses 27, 30, 35, and 38. Um, I'll read 35 and 38. 
Then Philip began with the very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. So as they traveled, um, I'll go all the way down to 38. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? And he ordered, he or, <coughs> and he ordered the chariot to stop. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. So, Philip, Philip received guidance from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and and teaching him and and showing him you know, all these scriptures and telling them the good news about Jesus, we have to, we have to be open to the Holy Spirit leading us. Um, because in some cases, I know, I know in some cases in my own times of witnessing, God has just told me, Hey, go talk to this person. And I've had no idea what to say. (laughs) Absolutely no idea what to say. Mm -hmm. So I had to, I had to be receptive. I had to be open to the Holy Spirit. And, and really listen um, and be sensitive to, to his guidance. Uh, because I, I definitely know that there is no way I could have probably done it on my own. Absolutely no way. Um, because I didn't even know what I was going to say. So we, we have to be open. We have to be receptive. Um, and you can, you can clearly see that throughout, the, um, throughout this whole story that Philip is receptive and that he is sensitive to the Holy Spirit and his guidance. Um, his tact. That's uh, in verse 30 there. One thing that stands out is he asked, Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? So mm-hmm. he used that to, to get the guy's attention. You know, do you understand mm-hmm. what you're reading? And he was strategic. He, he was, was. He was strategic in his, the way he went about things, mm-hmm. how he witnessed. Do you understand? What a great question to ask somebody. Do you understand what you're reading? Because we sometimes have the idea that everybody thinks like we do. Well, yeah. that's not the case. So, you know, he's asking, do you understand what you're reading? Mm. And... What a what a great way to to start out witnessing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you have any questions about the Bible? What do you think God's word mm-hmm. is? I mean, you know. And it was right. It was to the point. Mm-hmm. You know, it was right to the point there. Yeah. Without being offensive. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what you're reading? Yeah. There you was know? compassion in yeah. his voice. There was. Yeah. He. Do you understand what you're reading? Was yeah, yeah. He was he was using all these other qualifications in with that. Yep. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And then the last one we're gonna look at is enthusiasm, and and I feel like this is kind of a no-brainer almost. You <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta love what you're yeah. what you're talking about. You know, you gotta. People need to see that that you are excited about sharing the gospel with them. Um, and, you, and you can definitely see that in 30 because Philip runs to the chariot, like you were saying earlier. He runs there. He's excited that he gets the opportunity to share the gospel with this random person. 
Well, and, and you know, God's glory was showing in Philip. And mm-hmm. that's and that's the thing, you know, our our main reason for being here on this earth is to glorify God. Yeah. And there's just something about Christians, you can tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've met people down at parks. Yeah. You just know they're Christians. Yep. You start talking and God makes that connection and I mean, there's a fire. You know, I know an older gentleman who I think, I believe he got saved Baptist. I don't know if it's Southern Baptist mm-hmm. or what, but he just, it was, are you saved? Mm-hmm. He even asked me once and he knows who I am. Do you remember <laughs> the day you were saved? He's still on fire. Oh, and that's a long that's time awesome. ago. Do you, do you know you're saved? I mean, you know, and so, you know, the enthusiasm, he ran, you know, and I, like you said, he ran. and mm-hmm. Bring down that holy fire. Yeah. You know, and he, he saw a lot of things. Philip oh, did. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, it's like it's like Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm going to preach Christ and him crucified, and that was his goal. After yeah. he got knocked down on the Damascus Road and he saw Jesus, that changed him forever. Yeah. And that's what it should do to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so with that, um, go ahead and take. If you still have that paper from last week, the paper of 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 what you think the qualifications are for witnessing. And if you don't see any of these guys on here, anything like this, um, like what we've just talked about, then I want you to cross those out. Um, because really, these these are the key qualifications for, for any witness. And it seems super simple because it is. We, we have to, well, yes, we have to have knowledge of the Word of God. We don't have to have degrees. You don't have to have a degree to share the gospel. You know, that just plain and simple. I know many, many new believers who can share the gospel so much better than people who have degrees in biblical studies and and things like that Um, and it's because God reveals stuff to them and and they they take their um, they take their relationship with God seriously and I think I think sometimes I'm not saying that there's anything bad about getting degrees and things like that I um, you know that's even something that I'm going after myself but um, but it's not it doesn't disqualify you just because you don't have a degree. So you can share the word without, with or without one. Um, boldness, we just got to be bold, compassionate. We have to be compassionate. We have to be humble. We have to be obedient. We have to be sensitive. We have to be strategic. And we have to be excited. It's all really simple. Um, so if you, for some reason, you put you have to be six foot tall, to share the gospel. I don't know why you would put that, but get rid of that. <laughs> you don't have to be tall. You don't have to be, you don't have to be black. You don't have to be white. You don't have to be Asian. You don't have to be, you be yourself, be who God has, has called you to be. Those are the qualifications. Those God has, has put you in this, in this spot in your life right now. And you are ready to share. You are ready to witness. So if you see that person in the grocery store, that cashier, you know, that that lady walking down the street every day, just go up to them and share. 
ask ask the Holy Spirit to give you boldness and to to just give you the strength to go up to this random person and be like, hey, do you have a minute? You know, can I pray for you or can I share something with you? You know, just simple little things. Show them that you really do care about who they are and you are interested in in them. Um, because the minute you do that, one, it's going to take them off guard, um, probably. And then the, after that, they'll be more inclined to listen to what you have to say. I'm thinking of the of the great series Chosen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus was. I mean, it's it's really neat to see him walking and talking with the disciples. Yeah. Just a normal, you know, Jesus. You know, was the Son of God. He was man. But he was born in humble circumstances. Mm-hmm. And he was born, you know. And he, he did, you know, they they thought that this king was going to be an earthly king. He's going to take over the whole world. Mm-hmm. They found out something different about Jesus. He, he just, and the thing about him and his witnessing is he would meet people where they're at. And it doesn't matter who they were. He took time out. To meet their needs and witness to them and mm-hmm. um, but there's a perfect example Jesus is our perfect example of witnessing yeah simple you know everyday things mm-hmm. you know I, I know a pastor uh, that that never had a college education he started to be a pastor and he got it afterwards yeah but he started as great glory mm-hmm. you know he started that way he just started the church, and he, then he got some education, and but yeah, he and he's very, very good. He's just simple, humble man, hmm. teaching the word of God, and so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this week, just reflect on on all these qualities, um, you know, and and look at how they are working, um, how they're at work in your own life, um, and and identify the ones that you maybe have some difficulty with like for me it was boldness um and just list ways that you can strengthen those areas um god doesn't want us to wait until we feel we have mastered each of the qualities before we witness god wants us to be faithful to witness and to be and to be building these qualities in our lives as we go so sometimes that experience the sometimes the experiences we encounter as we introduce others to Christ will help us build good qualities. So we can't expect for these to just appear out of nowhere. We actually have to put them into practice. We have to, we have to just do it because the more you do it, the more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the more you can refine them, the more, um, you can really get them down, and and it'll be easier. The more you the more you witness, the easier it becomes, and that's just how it is with everything. Um, so yeah, so thanks for thanks for joining us, and um, man, this one went even longer than than usual. So it's like, you know, you just you just go with it, and we hope that you guys are enjoying this this series, and uh, we'll finish look at finishing off lesson three next week but we might extend it one more time so 
Um, we'll see. I'll let you guys know next week. And and obviously this is going a little past eight weeks, but you know what? It'll be here, so you guys can just listen whenever you want to. Um, I want to thank you guys for for joining us again and just pray that that God would give you the boldness this week to share. Father, I pray that you would just uh, bless bless these people, bless the people listening today. Father, bless bless us, bless um, those that will listen to it in the future. Father, and I just thank you for the opportunity that we get to share your word. Father, I pray divine appointments this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again, guys.